Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers, Fairway Woods, Irons, and Hybrids. The new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry-leading ball speeds. The Maverick, Maverick Max, and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness. The Maverick irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Guarantee. Now on the team. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well... Fun. Hey, of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. 
Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper, son of the legendary golfer Billy Casper. Thanks for joining us each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, Twitter handle at Real Golf. Facebook and Instagram is Real Golf Radio. Now give us a follow, join the conversation, and uh, again, you might be a winner as we gave away three. Yes, three Callaway Maverick drivers last week here on the show and i'll tell you what bob it's been fun to get to know these winners a little bit and oh, yeah. uh how about how about larry uh, let's just use larry for an example as i as, after we announced the winner i went and followed him on instagram and started looking at some of his stuff and uh, the the man was going through some serious life stuff last week where he was unsure if his uh, wife had cancer and and got the wow. good news Earlier in the week that it uh, was was not malignant, that she did not have cancer, and then he wins the Maverick Driver a couple days later. I mean, uh, obviously we had no idea before his name was pulled, sure. but really cool, man. And uh, it's been fun to it's been fun to kind of interact with these guys. It, it reminds you that there are people out there that just absolutely love this game, and this game can provide a little bit of salve sometimes when you're dealing with heavy stuff. No doubt about it. It's. Uh... It's a fun game. It's great to be able to play the game and enjoy it and love it. Um, it's also great to get new equipment. And that new Maverick driver from Callaway is going to be something they're going to have a lot of fun with. Oh, yeah. Hey, love is in the air. It was Valentine's Day yesterday after all. And so, uh, you know what? It, it did make me think. I'd spent some time thinking about Larry. Not not that I'm going to make the show about Larry, but, you know, <laughs> it does make you, um, you know, think that, you know, for Valentine's Day, he probably hugged his wife a little bit tighter this year. And, you know, after with the PGA Tour being in L.A. and uh, the tributes to Kobe Bryant and his uh, daughter and all those who passed away in that helicopter crash, it is an opportunity to to appreciate the time that we have with our loved ones, uh, no doubt about it. So a uh, little bit of love today. Happy that we could spread a little love along with Callaway Golf and uh, hand out some Maverick drivers last week. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, it's fantastic. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about what we love about the game. We're going to talk a little bit about Pebble Beach last week. Uh, Fred Funk is going to join us. Yeah, the Funkster's going to be on the show. Love having Fred on. We're going to ask him about this distance discussion because, after all, this is a guy that yeah. made his living as a short knocker, but he, he did quite Hitting well. lots of fairways. Absolutely. Caddy joins us. Ryan Ballinger, golfnewsnet.com, will join the conversation as well. And i got to find out why Ryan hates the celebrity coverage at the <laughs> AT&T Pebble Beach so much. We'll talk about all that coming up. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. To be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set, while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. 
What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Hope you had a great Valentine's yesterday. Nothing but love for Real Golf Radio. Um, This segment brought to you by the new Maverick Driver. New distances out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick Drivers at Callaway Golf. Dot com And uh, we're going to talk more about the distance and will be interesting to see what will Callaway's um, taglines be for their new equipment in five years from now, perhaps. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Maybe it's more fairways are out there. It takes a Maverick to find, you know, <clears throat> it will be interesting to see what, how this all transpires. And we'll we'll talk some distance coming up here in just a minute. But I, won't, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole just yet. There, there's a lot to talk about. Let's let's go back a week. Pebble Beach a week ago today on a Saturday, uh, CBS showing, you know, the, the celebrities out there. You've got, you know, Hall of Famers to be and Hall of Fame athletes. You have uh, actors out there. You've got CEOs and heads of companies and you've got, uh, you know, former government officials. And it is there. Everybody's out. Of course, the PGA Tour players are competing as well for the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am Championship. And <clears throat> there's a lot of coverage on Saturday of the celebrities. I, I just want to know why are so many people that I follow on Twitter, a lot of media people that just absolutely dread the coverage of Saturday at the AT&T with the celebrities? Well, first of all, don't watch it if you dread it. <laughs> okay, fair point, Bob. Uh, I think it's awesome. There's a celebrity rotation in this event. 
So they get the players, the players with the celebrities, and they set it up so that they play on Saturday. So it's on primetime television. You know, I don't necessarily know that that the TV needs to interview all these celebrities as they're walking down the 17th hole. But I like the format of the event. I like the format that that these guys are playing with the pros. Uh, uh, I like that there's a pro-am division of this that finishes on Sunday as well. Um, I think it's I think it's a great thing. I think it's it's fun to watch the golf there in the Monterey Peninsula, the, the most beautiful golf courses and the best golf courses, some of the best golf courses in the world. But yeah, I think it's a phenomenal event, a fantastic event there held at Pebble Beach and Spyglass and Monterey Peninsula. I think what you're saying is what exactly how I feel. It's to me, it's a celebration of the game. You have people who make their living doing other things that just drop everything for the opportunity to play this golf course, this event with these pros, you know, on this stage. It is to me, is there anything better? Um, you know, we, we, we see guys that will give up, um, you know, their, their normal spot court side at an NBA game, their normal place in a boardroom, their normal, you know, time doing whatever to be able to compete. And they take it seriously and they love it. And they understand that they're not PGA tour players, but they try really hard to play their best. And they try really hard to put on a good show and understand that this is an entertainment opportunity for fans to be able to see you know people that that they see in other places maybe they normally have a helmet on uh maybe they normally are you know otherwise you know at arm's length and now here they are just walking down the middle of the fairway and you can see them try to do what you love to do which is play golf and i I just don't i don't get why it's such a negative thing it's like i said it's a celebration of the game so bob it made me think of what are the other things that I love about golf that is a bit of a celebration. And the very first thing that comes to mind is probably one of my favorite days in all of the year, and that is the Wednesday par three at the Masters. Well, the Wednesday par three at the Masters, of course, we know it's all the people that are competing in the event. It used to be um, the honorary invitees and that kind of thing. But you get all those players that come, and the really cool thing about it is you know, they have their – uh, significant others, their wives, their their kids, their um, little toddlers, that kind of thing, all dressed up in white um, coveralls, uh, masters caddy gear, and and out there, it's it's kind of a big family thing. And I'll tell you what, the patrons that are there for Wednesday absolutely love the event. Yeah, they're in for a real treat. To not only do they get to see the the players in a more casual format, but they're right on top of them. Right on top of them. There's not a lot of space between tees and greens. Right on the fringe. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's true, right? I mean, your your dad got to the point where he didn't he he wasn't comfortable playing the par three because you know he'd gotten old and his game wasn't very good and he's just afraid of hitting somebody because the patrons are too close. Hurt hurt anybody? Yep. You know, I take it back there, Bob. You know, you think about the Masters, which, by the way, is uh, what about. what are we here? 14th. So we are exactly two months away. Uh, yeah. if you can imagine, uh, two, yeah, I think it's 52 days. Not, not that I'm counting. Yes, we are counting. We can't wait. <laughs> it's our favorite week of the year. There's no question. Uh, sorry, hon. I know Valentine's day was there and, it, and everything was about you, but you know, when masters week rolls around, it's all about Augusta and the masters and, and just the, uh, the tradition, unlike any other, as Jim Nance would say, it is certainly that. Um, but 
it, it's when, when your dad was when you were growing up with your dad, the par three mm-hmm. was always there. But yes. it is correct me if I'm wrong, Bob. This it's really evolved into this more of a of a celebration, a party, a mm-hmm. you know, and it, where it used to be maybe held a little bit. I don't want to say serious, but people took it a little bit more like like a tournament or preview to the tournament where today it's it's none of that it's just about fun it is it is and that's that's the great part about it um you've get all you get the people around around each green and up the fairways of each hole um on this part on these par threes that that are anywhere from four to eight eight deep um and just just a lot of people there everybody parks there on the ninth hole above the ninth green to see if there's any holes in ones that are going to happen there. The second hole is another one where you get a lot of holes in one, um, as well. And, and people park in the, in their spots up behind the eight T, um, where they hit down off of the eight T across the water and down to that lower green too. So they can see eight and nine together. So it's just like another day at Augusta where the patrons pick their spots and where they sit and watch the players come through. It's the same thing with the par three, and there's a lot of excitement to it. I'll tell you what, man. Love is in the air. When you think about, to me, when you think about celebrities and fans and the PGA Tour players walking around the Monterey Peninsula, and you think about the the, the excitement around a beautiful Wednesday afternoon with the sun shining and, you know, the the uh, azaleas in full bloom and the dogwoods and just the green jackets, the white coveralls. I mean, it's just, to me, it's just, I mean, sun be women are in beautiful sundresses and bonnets. And I mean, it really is just a cool thing that if you can ever experience it would highly encourage it. So anyway, to me, that goes right along with what we witnessed last week at the AT&T Pebble beach. So I'm on the other side of it. You can at me if you want at real golf BT, uh, is where you can find me on Twitter or hit us up at, at Real Golf. Uh, if you want to just hit the Real Golf Radio Twitter page, let it, let me know. If you disagree, I'm fine with that. If you agree, I'd like to know why. Uh, the other thing I wanted to hit up real quick, Bob, in a minute or so before we have in this segment. And again, Fred Funk's going to join us here in about 20 minutes, so stay tuned. We'll talk about some of this distance. But Phil Mickelson starting the final day with uh, just a shot back with a chance to go back-to-back really wasn't his day on Sunday. But uh, what, what's your takeaway for Phil? Well, I, you know, it he had strung a couple of weeks together of playing, playing some good golf. He played well in Saudi Arabia and then comes back to the Monterey Peninsula and uh, plays well, gets himself right into the mix of things and has a opportunity to, to win the golf tournament. Although he finished, uh, he finished third or tied for third, um, which didn't give him an opportunity to play in Mexico, which he decided he's not going to play there anyway, because his family's going on a trip. But I was, ex- I, I, I was pleased with the way I saw him play. This is a golf course that he loves. He he gets a really good feel here. Um, it it fits his eye. Um, these you know the Monterey Peninsula, having played in the California State Amateur and all that kind of thing. But uh, Phil Mickelson, it looks like he's uh, he's playing better. He's feeling a little bit more confident, and uh, and hopefully we'll continue to see that throughout the year as he gets closer to turning fifty in June. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I, I it just seemed like, like you said, uh, he was just a little bit off. Just and, off. Yeah, just didn't quite have it. And you know what? Um, it was, it was an exciting tournament nonetheless. And it always helps to have a big name like Phil Mickelson uh, in the mix out there at Pebble Beach. Tiger, of course, the main focus this week at the Genesis as well as others. Well, and Rory. 
Uh, thank you. I was going to mention and a new number one in Rory yes. McIlroy. Also, the debut of uh, the season debut, the yearly debut. I should not season debut, but the 2020 debut on the PGA Tour by for Brooks Kepka, who formerly was world number one. Hey, we'll take a short break. We'll continue this discussion. Let's hear what the players are saying as well and uh, re- respond to their thoughts on this distance discussion, which is being uh, touted and discussed by the PGA. Uh, excuse me, the USGA and the RNA. We'll talk about that coming up next as Real Golf Radio continues. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Want to feel the need for speed on the golf course? Come into Uinta Golf and check out the new Cobra Speed Zone Drivers, Fairways, Irons, and Hybrids. The new King Speed Zone Driver and King Speed Zone Extreme Driver has been designed to go as fast and straight as possible. New Speed Zone King SC is Cobra's first ever carbon fiber iron line that delivers maximum speed, power, and forgiveness. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new Cobra Speed Zone Series golf club. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. 
All right, welcome back to the show. To be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. There's new distance out there. It takes a Maverick to find it, and you can get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. And we welcome you back to the show. Thanks so much for being with us. Hit us up on Twitter at Real Golf, Instagram and Facebook at Real Golf Radio. We appreciate you joining us and congrats to our winners of the Maverick drivers that we gave away last week. Bob, we talked a little bit of love there in in the first segment there. You know, Valentine's Day yeah. just behind us. <clears throat> it's a good it's a nice uh, consumer holiday where we can all feel like we need to go spend, you know, frivolous money on uh, those that we love, uh, lest we somehow, by not doing so, uh, don't we don't love them as much as what we the commercials say we should, right? Um, mm-hmm. I don't mean to be facetious there, but it is a little bit, it is a little bit preying on our on, on our feelings a little towards our towards our loved ones. But hey, I'm okay with that because I'm kind of a kind of a hopeless romantic guy. I'm kind of a love is in the air sort of guy. That's why I said, you know, I, I enjoy the celebration of the game at Pebble Beach. I enjoy the Wednesday par three contest at Augusta. I think those are the types of things that that uh, make us love the game. I love a good story about, you know, somebody getting their first hole in one. I, I love a good story about somebody shooting their, their best score or getting an opportunity to meet their favorite player, a golfer, or team up in a pro-am or something like that. I mean, that's that's pretty neat stuff. And it's not unusual that you'll have some of your best interactions with somebody, good or bad, uh, on a golf course, right? I mean, there's there's things that you remember about playing golf with someone that you don't otherwise remember if you're just engaged in a casual lunch or, or, or otherwise. So uh, from a business standpoint, from a relationship standpoint, to me, Golf has uh, some serious advantages. Now, let's talk about uh, some of the issues that continue to come up. Players continually getting asked about this distance debate, the great distance debate that will continue until, I guess, the USGA and RNA decide they're going to do something or not do something about this. But the players weighing in this week, Rory says he's fine with doing something about the length gains of the pros. So he's essentially acknowledging that if it's going to be anything, we're going to do some bifurcation. Yeah. And Tiger, Tiger kind of went along with that. He said, he said it might, it's, it's probably going to happen at some point, but it probably won't in, in the time that I'm competitive and playing professional golf and competing on the PGA tour. So I, I understand what those guys are both saying, especially Rory. Um, But Rory, the guys that are long have the advantage. If there's going to be some bifurcation and they're going to roll back equipment and roll back ball and stuff like that, it's just going to make everybody else. It's just going to bring everybody back a little bit. And the guys that hit it shorter are still going to hit it shorter. And the guys that hit it longer are still going to hit it longer. Yeah. It's a percentage play, right? So if you're still, if you, if you still hit it 15% longer than the guy that you're competing against, Regardless of what you do to roll the equipment back, you're still going to hit it 15% longer. Right. So that's a club and a half. Maybe you're a club and a half, two clubs shorter than somebody else. So that does give you an advantage, but it also takes away something, right? I mean, carry lines. You know, maybe you can't. Let's think back on that Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson playoff. Oh, yeah. What was that a couple years ago? Yeah. And... DJ just took it right over the lake. I mean, Jordan hit a good one out there. He mm-hmm. cut off the corner of the lake, hit it out there almost 300 yards, and set him up himself up with what, like a 
a pitching wedge nine iron into that green. I mean, it was a for really, Jordan. yeah, for Jordan. Yeah. And then DJ tees off and absolutely makes Jordan look like he laid up, even though Jordan yeah. hit a fairly aggressive shot. And he, he, and, and, and uh, DJ ends up with a little flip, flip lob wedge yeah. and ended up winning the, the playoff or the, right. was, I think it was a playoff. Yeah. It's a playoff. Yep. So maybe, yeah. maybe I if mean, you, you roll that back, you and I were talking while it was going on. And we saw him hit that drive, and we just thought, that's just not fair. That's another game. It's And by the way, speaking of Jordan finding himself in an unfair fight, that's the first year he played at Augusta against Bubba Watson. Oh, yeah. Bubba went over the top of 13. Jordan hit one out where you're supposed to, and Bubba ends up with a little flip wedge into 13. And, you know, w- w- again, it just felt like it was an, an unfair fight uh, in that scenario. Now, to Jordan's credit, he came back the next year and won. But – um, in both of those scenarios, if you did roll it back, okay, yes, Bubba's still going to be longer than Jordan on, off the tee on 13. However, if Bubba pulled it, which I don't think Bubba meant to take that line, if you're, if you're being honest, if Bubba pulls it and hits that line again, he catches the trees and drops in Ray's Creek. Okay, different story. Mm-hmm. If DJ takes that same line as he did against Jordan in the playoff, he's probably in the water. So now you're looking at DJ going on the line that Jordan took and Jordan taking an even less aggressive line out safe away from the water. So now DJ's got to hit a pitching wedge nine iron into that green and Jordan's probably coming in with a seven or eight iron into that green. So, so that's, that's what we're looking at, right? I mean, isn't that the scenario? So instead of Jordan coming in with a, a pitching wedge and DJ coming in with a flip lob wedge, you're basically coming pitching wedge and, and nine or eight iron. I, 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 like I get it, right? There's still a tremendous advantage for the, the long player, and that's what you're saying. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. It, it doesn't matter. It's all going to be relative. If, if we're going to roll it back or if we're going to play a competition ball, guess what? The long guys are going to still hit it long. The shorter guys are still going to hit it shorter. It's going to be a matter of having longer clubs for the mid-range guys into into greens and and maybe one or two longer clubs for the long guys into greens. Rory's at the top of the heap. He's number one in the world right now. You know, Rory hits it a long ways. He averages, what, 320 off the tee, 315, 318, something like that off the tee. Rory, Rory could care less what's going to happen because Rory's still going to be long. So is Brooks. So is DJ. So is Justin Thomas. So is Cantlay. All those guys are still going to be long. It doesn't matter. Back to the summary of conclusions from that USGA RNA report. Number one, the inherent strategic challenge presented by many golf courses can be compromised. And number two, the overall trend of golf courses becoming longer has its own adverse consequences. So if we look at it straight from that, okay, I, I again, we, we touched on this last week. If you suddenly found that Yankee Stadium or Fenway Park or something, you know, one of those great venues was no longer able to hold Major League Baseball because they just hit the ball too far and what used to be a pop fly suddenly is an easy home run. If that's the case, then Major League Baseball would want to do something about it because part of the allure of going to a Major League Baseball game in person is the venue. 
In fact, it I, I'm not. Well, yeah, part, part of it is the venue, but part of it is watching guys jack it out too. Oh, well, I'm not going to disagree. I mean, you look back at the, you know, what was it, the Astros Dodgers series a couple years ago, and how yeah. fun was that with all that, all the home runs, all the long balls, 100. percent I love that. But my point is, let's go back to just if you're if I'm if I find myself again, I'm a I'd say I'm a casual baseball fan, but if I'm in a city that has a major league ballpark, I'm there. If I have an opportunity, if I have time. Oh yeah, I want to go. Uh, to me, ticking off the major league ballparks that you've been to is a fun thing to do. I mm-hmm. love the feel of it. You know, you get yourself a hot dog and a drink, and you're sitting there, you know, watching a major league baseball in a stadium. That that's fantastic. So there's a there's a a real need for major league baseball to ensure that baseballs don't get juiced, bats don't get juiced to the. <laughs> They're trying Baseballs to keep, don't get juiced too much. <laughs> they're trying to keep players from being juiced. Um, <laughs> but but the, for, for, that would make a, a venue obsolete. Okay, now that's obviously a fixed structure. Golf courses are becoming more fixed. And so you say, yeah, okay, if all of a sudden you can't play a, the Masters at Augusta National because players are driving every green, which isn't going to be the case. But let's just say they're so long that it becomes... Uh, uh, you know, doesn't become yeah. a real challenge, which by the way, they're not, they're not even close. And they're not even close to that. But, but if, if that were the case, then yeah, you would say, okay, there, there's something to protect because the history that surrounds Augusta national, the experience that is a, a, attending a live masters event at Augusta national, that is something to preserve. That's worth preserving. And so I, I can see that maybe something needs to be addressed so that we don't find ourselves in that situation. Now, I love Marion. I love the U.S. Open being there. I love the stories and looking back at Marion. But if I never saw a PGA Tour or national, a major championship held at Marion ever again, is that going to, like, kill me? Well, I don't think it would. I mean, it's got history. You know, we think of the picture of Ben Hogan with, with the shot from the fairway. You I have know, that picture hanging right here in my fairway. office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you think of Justin Rose and the four iron he hit for his second shot there uh, to win his U.S. Open Championship. So it's it's got some great history. Um, will they play it there again? I don't know. It's it's going to be tough because of all the infrastructure that they have to do with all the housing closing in and that golf course being in an, in an area where you can't extend it at all or make it longer or whatever. Um, if they go back there, you know, it, it'll they'll play it just like they played it um, this last time. They'll grow the rough up. They'll they'll make it tough. Um, you're going to have to hit different clubs off the tees. You're going to have to think yourself around the golf course a little bit better, and it will be a great championship that they go back there again. Well, we'll, uh, we'll wait and see, but uh, some more thoughts that I've had. And, uh, Bob, uh, thanks for sharing yours as well as we continue to sort of digest what this all means with this new distance debate. By the way, it won't surprise you that a guy like Dustin Johnson doesn't think this needs to be changed. And he says, look, no. you still have to chip and putt. And that's true, by the way. DJ was a long hitter long before he became a threat to win at every major championship. It wasn't until he dialed in the wedges and got that putter going that enabled him to be someone to reckon with out there on the PGA Tour week in, week out, year after year. All right, stay tuned. Short break. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Fred Funk joins us next. Stay tuned. 
When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence. A powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Appreciate you joining us here on Real Golf Radio. And as promised, our next guest joining us right now is an eight-time winner on the PGA Tour, nine-time winner on the Champions Tour, PGA Tour Champions, as well as the 2005 Players' Champion. He's played on a couple of Presidents and Ryder Cups as well. And, uh, of course, everybody knows and loves this man. His name is Fred Funk and kind enough to be with us now. Hey, Fred, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, good, man. Uh, so you're uh, you're in town uh, to play the Chubb Classic this week on the PGA Tour Champions. And how's your game? How are you feeling about golf these days? 
Well, I've been struggling to get back with my back. Uh, last couple of years have been a nightmare, but back feeling better. And um, uh, hoping. You no, know, I'm just trying to figure out how to get consistent again. So it's been a been a battle. You still loving it? You still uh, find yourself uh, like itching for the competition and uh, enjoy being out there competing with the boys? Yeah, I really do. It's uh, something I really realized how much I miss it with how little I played and how non-competitive I've been the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, I didn't really picture myself going out like that. I really envisioned myself being kind of like a Hill Irwin and just keep fighting until I'm 70 years old. But it didn't work out that way. The body finally wore out. And, um, you know, I was supposed to have a fusion on my back about three or four months ago. And, I tried these ozone injections, and so far those have worked really good. I got rid of the nerve pain. I still have a lot of tightness and arthritic pain, but uh, most of the nerve pain is gone, and you know I can deal with the tightness and stiffness. That nerve pain is a whole different animal. What Tiger was going through, or anyone that's experienced nerve pain, it's, mm. it's a different animal. Yeah, last week, uh, the PGA Tour champions for the first time played on the continent of Africa. You guys played in Morocco and Marrakesh. I was wondering what you thought about going there to Morocco and uh, what you thought about Marrakesh and, and the tour being there. I tell you, it was a great experience. Uh, Marrakesh is trying to, well, not trying. They're actually, um, well, they used us. Let me start over. They were using us to really advertise their golf destination mm-hmm. goal. They have a lot of golf courses there that they've built. Uh, the one we played was the Jack Nicklaus course uh, that's, City was the hotel was phenomenal. The food was great. The people were great. Uh, the mountains, the Atlas Mountains that are out in the distance are spectacular. Um, it, it was really a nice trip and pretty easy to get to. We we left from Miami and you know got there in seven and a half hours. It was nine and a half hours back because of the headwinds, but um, it was it was really a good trip and I was uh, pleased with how friendly the people were and how good the food was and everything else. So it was. It was nice. Bob asked you that question because he's got a family history there. You know, his dad, <laughs> Billy Casper, he went there. How, how long? Your dad started going there back in the 70s, right? But, 1967. Oh, well, 60s. Yeah, it was go. the first time he wow. went. I've been going since I was 10 years old. So I've been, I've been to Morocco probably a good 40 times in my lifetime. Wow, you've been there a lot. The, uh, yeah. That was so long ago, the mountains probably weren't there. <laughs> there, you, there you go there's the line of the day right there that was perfect that was perfect buddy that's great fred funk joining us here on real golf radio all right fred I, so i gotta ask you i mean look uh, you going back through your career um, you never did have much of any kind of a length advantage. If you really no advantage with length, but you were number one or number two year in year out and driving accuracy on the PGA tour. And, uh, you know, that got you eight wins, you know, against guys that could hit it a whole lot further than you. As I mentioned, you captured the players championship in 2005, um, which, you know, Sawgrass is, is, you know, no pushover by any means. When you hear the USGA, and the RNA announcing, okay, a quote unquote, we officially have a distance issue uh, and and a, and a problem that we need to address. Uh, how do you respond? What's your first thought as a guy that never really used distance for his 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 craft? Well, what's your reaction to what you've what you've heard and seen? 
Well, I've heard a lot of different reactions from other players. Phil's reaction and talking about the athleticism of the kids, and you can't argue that one. You can uh, hear other guys' opinions that, yeah, the ball's going too far. For me, um, I never want to penalize a guy that hits the long ways. I just don't want to give him a huge advantage where almost like an example of golf courses where you have to force carry a cross bunker or, or something in the fairway or maybe even a lake and it's 270 yards to carry. And that's not a big deal for most of the guys in the modern game, but it would be wide open on that side. And, and I would have to squeeze it in somewhere short and have a different angle in. And, and um, you know, I hate that kind of uh, issue with things where it becomes a huge advantage to be long and you're penalized for being short. Uh, but at the same time, I don't want to take a guy that is super long and keep the driver out of his hand by tightening it up at the other end as well. So um, I still like that part of the game to be fair for everybody across the board. But the discrepancy between the long and the short, I think, has gotten wider. And also I think that the – I agree with the athleticism with the kids. Uh, my son is one. He's – you know, he can fly, he drives the ball 182 ball speed, which is, you know, at the extreme limits of probably the only guys out there longer than that is Cameron Champ and maybe one or two other guys. Um, but the problem I have is where you get this exponential gain on the drivers that are forgivable and, and the drivers have a, uh, uh, what's the coefficient of inertia or whatever it is, uh, the trampoline effect. So basically, mm-hmm. if you have, in my opinion, if you have a lot of speed, and I don't know where the threshold is, but let's just say it's 170 mile an hour ball speed, and you're talking about 114, 13, 15 club head speed, you can really benefit by the trampoline effect. And then if you have even more than that, you get more of a trampoline effect to the point where you're actually stressing the face and you're going to crack those faces a lot of times because uh, the tolerance of that kind of force on the face will uh, cause it to break and you got to get another one but then you put on top of it the aerodynamics of the golf ball and if you can take advantage of that which means you got to have a certain amount of speed you get another exponential gain in my opinion uh so you're getting with the advantage of being a lot of or having a lot of club head speed you'll get this trampoline uh effect on the on the rebound effect of the ball and you're also getting this aerodynamic whereas the modern day golf ball is launched much higher much lower spin and it doesn't come down where the old golf balls spun a lot and i think in order to fix this problem all you would have to do is get a golf ball that spins a little more you wouldn't have to change i don't think anything else now i could be wrong because i'm not a scientist but you get a golf ball that's going to if these guys are going to launch it high and they get a little too much spin, the thing starts climbing a ladder and it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And and you start to, and then they'll start curving a lot more, and they're going to hit it a lot more crooked. So they got to figure out how to control that driver a little more. And the drivers are very forgiving, and the kids are much more athletic. But there's a lot of uh, engineering that has gone on and scientific um, breakthroughs as as the USGA keeps trying to tighten things down a little bit, uh, they find ways to beat it. 
just like the square groove thing and everything else that, you know, has happened way back. Um, that became a non-issue because the, the, uh, technology and the grooves and the design of golf clubs improved over the year. They find ways of beating it. So they did it with the aerodynamics and this trampoline effect, in my opinion, that needs to be either reined back in that way, which would be very difficult. I don't believe in, well, the, the other problem, I got to back up again. I'm going to, but you're talking about less than 1% of the golfers can really benefit from exactly technology. And that's the best of the best in the game. And some of the maybe guys at the club that happen to have a lot of club head speed that can benefit from that. Uh, for me, I've benefited a little bit, but I don't have near the club head speed, especially now, but even in my, uh, you know, 10 years ago when I could swing at it a little bit, um, that, I can't take advantage of that trampoline effect. I've never broken a driver because I hit it too hard. Um, and I can't launch the ball high enough and fast enough to take advantage of the, the ball. But the guys at the highest level, some of them are still on the champion tour, and a lot of them on the regular tour can really take this huge advantage. So I think they – I don't believe in having two sets of golf balls. I just think – Maybe just get a golf ball that spins a little more. Um, that may may do it if, if they're going to do anything. The problem is it's going to make everybody shorter. Sure. <laughs> and that may, not, that may not go over too well with guys like me. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be shorter than I already am. But, uh, you know, right now i got to say, you know, I always was able to hit fairways. Now I can hit a fairway if I can reach them. So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> So what? So what about the golf courses? Are are they too manicured? Are they too pristine? That the golf ball once it hits the ground goes too far, or um, can they do some things like grow up the fairways a little bit more to kind of slow things down a little bit in in the fairways too? Well, they can. That that. Well, they do that too much anyway. I think there's too much love for green, and having golf courses look as lush as they can for TV, and the members want their courses to look good and. And, uh, I, I think a little bit of, uh, like, in my opinion, uh, I'll take the players championship and as an example, but, uh, we oversee the crap out of that thing for the March date. And when we had the May date, um, we didn't oversee it in the winter time or really lightly oversee it. And we let it come out of dormancy and, and it'd be ready again in, in May. And it would play a lot firmer and a lot faster. And that's the way the TPC was designed to be played. And with the overseed, it plays really soft. Uh, I don't think the lizer is good in the fairway, but it looks really good. Uh, but I don't think it plays as good as it does. I would like to see them leave it and let it go brown. And let it, if it, if it does go brown, and a lot of times in Jacksonville, it doesn't get cold enough to really let it go totally dormant. So the course would be firm and fast. The greens would be firm and fast. And that's when the scores go up because when you give a tour player or the best guys in the game uh, no control where the ball's going to stop, where, where it's running out, especially when it's hitting the green, that's when scores go up. You give a golf course that's soft at 8,000 yards like they did at Aaron Hill, and they yeah. light it up anyway. So it, 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 if you give a golf pro, they know where the ball's going to stop. They know how far they're going to carry it. It's what happens after it lands. So you can trick up a golf course like Marion. Um, they had extremely high rough and I think very extremely narrow fairways to protect 
the golf course that didn't have the length of the modern game. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't like to see that every week because um, you're really penalizing shots that are just a little off uh, massively with with a uh, with a really high rough that you're just hacking it out of. So I don't know where you go. It's kind of gone a little bit out of control. I understand. The one problem is the other, not the one problem, the other problem with it is that these courses believe they got to design these courses really long. And who are they designing these things for? They're designing for the, either the one week if they happen to be a host golf course for a PGA Tour, and then the other 51 weeks of the year, it's, it's the members got to deal with that. Now they have different sets of tees, but they make it so penal it's so difficult for the members that it's, it's no fun. And so I, I think they, they got to remember who they're catering to and, um, and where the game's going. They don't want to make it. It's already a really hard game. Hey, Fred, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Some really great insights and just always fun to talk golf with you. You guys are great. Um, anytime. All right, there you go. That was Fred Funk joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. Uh, more of the show continues next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. 
Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks so much to Fred Funk for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. A tremendous conversation with him. Still to come on the back nine, hour number two, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. Ryan Balangie, golfnewsnet.com, joins us as well. But right now it's time for the Hoops Vision. See what you've been missing. Go to hoopsvision.com and schedule your free consultation. You'll save $1,000 by mentioning Real Golf Radio at Hoops Vision and hoopsvision.com. Bob, what are we missing this week? Well, the interesting thing is Tiger Woods, as we know, has 82 wins on the PGA Tour. He has a chance to get 83 to uh, to start to get the record. Sam Snead had 82. But the most interesting thing about this is Tiger has played at Riviera Country Club 12 times on the PGA Tour without a win. That's the most starts on any course without a victory in his career. So what we're missing is that Tiger has never played a golf course this many times and right. not won. So you're Absolutely. saying he's due. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying he's due. You know what? It would be quite the story should he get number 83 on the golf course where he teed it up on the PGA Tour for the very first time back in 1992 as a 16-year-old. Pretty, pretty special stuff. Uh, keep an eye on the Genesis Open this week. Uh, out at Riviera Country Club in Los Angeles. All right, that'll do it for us. Stay tuned. Hour number two of Rogue Off Radio, the back nine, is next. <laughs> 